Okay, we're back, right? <laughs> Lee, check it out. One thing that I've noticed is as we're going through working our, our messes out in IAS, that these 12 steps are just like happening um, organically for, for you too, right? Yeah, it's, um, there's always discussions about AA and programs and stuff like that, and everybody's different. And I feel like um, sort of organically, I've sort of taken, learned steps without actually realizing, you know, there's definitely steps that I've taken along the way that um, I remember saying to you in the podcast that we done last time that I've been doing them not in, in, a, in a line, not, not, not like one, two, three, four, five. I remember joking about it and saying I've done it one, five, three, eight, you know, without actually realizing them doing that. And, right. uh, but the, the, there's a lot of people on there that are really, really strongly believers of that. And I really respect that. I think it's cool as fuck to be able to follow a program and to benefit from it. But me, um, I've, I guess I've done things my way. And maybe at the start, I hadn't, hadn't a clue what I was doing. You know, I didn't, we're so lucky that we have a community that brings so much to the table and they have their own ideas. And they, they there's a lot of smart people on there, you know, that bring a lot of, you know, for all the silliness that I bring, like, okay, if I bring humor, and if I bring um, a smile to someone's face, okay, and you have somebody that comes along and they say, here's this book, or look up this, or, you know, here's, a, here's something that might interest you, or I've been doing this, or I follow this person, whatever. And you get a sense that, you know, it's, it's not just about one person. It's the whole community. And that's what I've liked about that. It's so cool. And the steps, the steps for me, I've never actually, do I know something? I've never actually even read about AA. You know, I said- Here, let me, I, let me tell you what the first step is. We admitted we were powerless over alcohol and that our lives had become unmanageable. That had to happen to you. That's yeah, probably that happened to you like every time you <laughs> freaking reset, right? Yeah. Do you want to count them? <laughs> do you want to know how many times I sat in step one? Let, let, let's go for 250. We'll just get a ballpoint- Pen, like no, that's the figure, like 250. If anybody wants to beat that record, go ahead. No and that's probably on the low end with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. This is the good thing. This is the good thing, though. And then and the second one is we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, or hold it. We came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. And you're still learning about your faith. Um, and that's something that you're open to, which is really cool. Yeah, well, I think everybody knows that one of my best friends, Rags, is really, really into her faith and the things that she would try and share with me. Um, I think it's super cool. And I've mentioned to you before as well, it's um, whenever you're somebody like me who wasn't, who didn't really know what faith was or, I know that sounds mad. And this might sound like, um, like I, like, I don't even know what I'm talking about, I guess. It's maybe because whenever I was younger and the story that I told, I and because so many people had let me down and, you know, I, I didn't have much faith in, in anything. You know, I didn't have much faith in people, uh, especially loved ones. Like, that's really hard to get over. So whenever people talk about Jesus or God or higher powers or, like, I've always been 
really interested in nature and spirituality. Um, whenever somebody like rags, there's loads of people on there, but I'm just going to pick rags out because, you know, I get a lot from her. I know that um, she's in the early stages of her sobriety again. Um, there's lots of people that I miss from that. And uh, I'm lucky that I can get an email or two from her, but she's going to help me along with you, hopefully, and other people who I've, I've reached out to other people as well. You know, if somebody wants to hit my page and say, you know, this is how I believe in something and I, I think this might help you, then go ahead, fire away. You know, I'm, I'm not staying off that forever. I never said it was ever going to leave. I just needed time to sit in my, my sobriety and think to myself, right, okay, I'm learning so much by not being there. So whenever I come back a bigger, better Lilo and have that experience of saying, right, okay, I've been on the other side and I know what it's like to not have connection. I've seen, there's been people who come back onto that and said, oh, like I really lost, lost my way. I don't want to lose my way. I want to find out like what really makes other people tick. So if the 12 and your, steps- And yourself too. Yeah. And if, if the 12 steps is something that'll help me in sobriety long-term, cool. I bring that on. If faith is something that's going to open my heart and make me trust people and engage and help my sobriety, well then, you know, I, I, don't, I don't want to say there was a, uh, I'll, not, I'll not say her name. There was a certain person on that, you know, was going through a lot of stuff and, you know, I uh, said a prayer, you know, for one of our family members that they, they would pull through, okay? And you probably know who I'm talking about, but anyway, just for this podcast, don't I? Um, I haven't asked to, to even share this information. So I said a prayer and lo and behold, I get this email and her daughter's doing really well. And I'm like, my mind's blown. I'm like, that took me a minute of my time to look up and say to the big man, right, okay, I'm here. Okay, there's people who's been telling me that if I, like, if I show a bit of faith here, this might work out. And I had goosebumps on my arms. I was like, holy shit, this is, like, there's something out there, you know. And that's for a 47-year-old man to... Like he always jokes and listens to Slayer and Metallica and Megadeth and rocks it out. You know, it's 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 maybe it's the way I've been brought up, the friends I've had, and it's it's cool to share. You know, and and you're 47, and your faith has just increased. It's work. only begin. It's really beginning. This is the beginning. Like you know, like see, whenever I said to you, like if I passed a year. That's monumental to a lot of people because not many people get that far. Let's face it. Like there's lots of people that will that'll that'll join the Zoom, they join the Zooms or podcasts or the IAS community, right? And somebody'll start, somebody'll really rock that community. Somebody'll just walk in and be like a breath of fresh air. You know, they'll add something different. They'll be cool and funny as fuck. Maybe not as cool as me, but you know, you know, they can try. <laughs> <laughs> they can try. Um, but they you know, <laughs> you like that. I do. Uh, but they, um, you know, somebody will come along and they'll just blow it up and they might disappear. And as I said, like, I wasn't really good at people leaving. Um, I think it's well documented that if Sober Butterfly ever came back, she was an original of mine. I would love to see her back. I know things is really difficult. Um, I can't mention her name because she's not there anymore, you know, and 
there was other people in that same crew that are, they're just not there anymore, Drifter. You know, I'm I'm there. You know, I just I just hope and pray that the day they come. <laughs> did I just say hope and pray? <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> That's really good. Um, you know, I just hope and pray that they do come back because I, my eyes is really open now. I realize how much pain and suffering that people get through alcohol, and it's taken me half a lifetime to understand that. And there's been things that's even happened today with me and my family and my my eldest son has like lost the plot altogether. And um, I have to sort that out. And I was talking to other people about it. Um, but as I say, I've 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 made so many good friends. Um, long may that continue. And they know that I'm a silly Irish man who at heart, you know, but I really do hope that I guess a lot of people maybe didn't think that I would get this far. And that's okay. That's, you know, that's cool. I, I like opinions. I like, I like to have discussions, you know. You need to, you need to get into people. You have to ask the awkward questions. You have to answer these things to, to, to grow. And I really like it whenever the, the opinions come out and they say, but if they look at me now and they think, right, this is, you know, how far is he going to get? This is the start. This is really the start for me. Well, it is. And, you know, you're talking about how hard sobriety is, Lee. Three million people die a year of of just the alcoholism alone. Who knows? Who knows the total of addiction, period? I lost my brother, um, who I I love with all my heart, to addiction. And that's one reason why um, I'm all in. I want to fight against addiction. I've got my son in the other room that um, if we don't get something with him done, he's going to be another statistic with heroin. Um, my addiction destroys families. And that's why we're here. We're, we're fighting. And so that's what makes it so difficult. Like with IAS, this isn't just an easy, uh, it's not like an easy place to go on and pursue because you have to pursue your sobriety and you have to pursue your recovery. And that means you got to dig deep and you got to figure what's ticking on inside of you. First, we got to get off the alcohol. That's the number one thing that we got to do get off the alcohol and nothing, nothing even happens like how you're um, learning more about your faith and these other things that are happening is because you're off the alcohol. But these sober communities, I think are, there's some, it's a difficult place to be at times through that um, IAS app, the good and the bad is building me because it's the adversity that I get into that really makes me dig deep, reach down, pull my head out of my ass and dig deep and figure out what's going on in my life. And that's what I love about this. And it's been a space where I can go in and I can post about it and that it, it lets me get it out. And then I can examine that and try to figure out where I'm going from there. There's really a lot, a lot of magical stuff happening in IAS where these steps are coming in organically. I mean, right now we're doing step 12 and that's having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps. We tried to carry the message to alcoholics and to practice these principles. Well, we're carrying in the message right now, Lee. I just don't want you doing step 13 
and and then your wife will kick your ass. You know what step 13 is, Lee? Uh, you're going to tell me. You're going yeah. to tell me. It's um, when you're out there uh, being promiscuous, and <laughs> that's step 13. <laughs> <laughs> you're helping you're helping more than sobriety you're trying to help yeah more yeah, than sobriety. yeah 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 is that in the book, <laughs> that in the book? <laughs> no that's just that's just common knowledge but it should be there do but there's a lot of people that that will tell others do not go out and don't be 12 stepping or 13 stepping right <laughs> so do you want to know something that that's that's a good point because if you think that like i said i think i, I dabbled uh, I said this sort of in my other podcast before. Like, I think, well, I don't know what the percentage is, but there must be, uh, it must be like 80% women and 20% men. Would you agree with that? Or 75? There's a, lot, there's a lot of women. Yeah. So some of the things that I may say, or if somebody comes to my wall and says something, if they're a woman and they, they so they see this Irish guy with an accent, and he's a bit crazy, and they think, I like about that, so I, I'll talk to this guy, and I'll follow this guy. And then say, I remember somebody else had pointed out to me that some, some of these people who write their wall write things that you could never, <laughs> you would never think of writing, but it's just because I can take it. You know, it's like, because I'm Irish, maybe, you know, I can joke about it. But uh, I've never, uh, never ever once thought for a minute, you know, that I would... I would never, I hope not anyway, that I would never say anything that really upsets somebody. I, I don't like that. I don't like, I don't, I, I mean, that's not my, that's not my game. It's not my goal. But, um, so if there's women on there and they say certain things, I can't, I can't stop that. And I'm pretty playful. I like having a laugh and a flirt and stuff like that. But I know where my home is. I know, I know who my wife is and my kids. And right. I think, I think that comes across pretty well. I don't really say I don't I don't really post much about my wife on the app because I believe it or not I'm pretty private until it came to the podcast. Podcast was a total game changer for me, and I've told you that like for me to get that story off and then for you to learn about me. So let's say it's just me and you. You've learned that much from me over a conversation, and I've learned that much from you, and we become really good, really really cool friends. In a really short space of time, and that you know, that's as as I say, like that's that's blossomed. That's just that's a natural progression between two guys who are on the same page. Well, so then let, let's talk about that because a lot of people, since we don't work, and it, these this is more for the people that don't have a sponsor and they don't work the steps. And this is kind of who I'm talking to because there's no for for me. It doesn't matter how you get sober, just get sober. No, yeah. it doesn't matter. But I just find it really cool that these 12 steps like organically happen in your life. And then with us, right? Our friendship is kind of developed into, and I was thinking about this last night because um, I knew that you were going to be on here today. It's developed into something to where you and I encourage each other. We are like, we've almost turned like into to put it in a recovery uh, language, it's almost like we're each other's sponsor in a way, right? But it's a friend and it's, there's no like, you got to do this, you got to do that. But we are always talking sobriety. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, if you, if you, like, if you learn something off somebody else on the app and say, because I'm not there at the minute, 
if you you would say here check this shit I, I heard I, I was listening to this here today what do you think of this and then we'll talk about it and then you know but me and you always start off by jokes we always have a laugh it's just like we'll just organically say like I was talking to you about my bowel problems <laughs> right remember I was walking the dog I was bust, busting for a piss and it's like fucking two and a half miles from I was saying you really know you're getting old whenever, whenever you're you know you've got a real good friend whenever you're sharing fucking bowel problems you're um, just getting old that's why you're starting just, to get, that get, just getting old and just <laughs> just dumping a lot so yeah it's um no it's been really really cool and can you imagine like could, not many people ask you a question of you do this so can you imagine being being a sponsor and like you know do you think you could handle that role or do you think that would develop you or is that something that you just you, you I, I, I don't i don't want to do it i um because i now look there are people that i see that are eloquent um and they know they know what they're talking about they've gone in they've they communicate in a in a just an amazing way i think that you have to have there's a special gift that you have to have i can help you as a friend right yeah yeah but i don't think that i could use these the steps like they use them and i don't i just don't think i'm qualified to to do that and it's not it's got to be in your belief system you got to breathe live the the steps in order i think to be your sponsor <laughs> and then there's something about these guys that they don't, it's not even about them at all. It's about the steps and they literally take this information and they're able to, to use it and not make it about them or how they would do it. They're going to give you this information and let you sort it out in your head. And I just think yeah. it's, I think it's the coolest shit that I ever saw with these. There's just a few, there's people that try to do it. I just sit back and shake my head going, well, that's probably why I don't do it because I'd be fucking people's heads up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 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 There's people but, out there and I think it just takes a special person. There's a trust issue there too, right? There's so much that, that, um, that goes into being a sponsor and there's some special people out there that I think are just fantastic sponsors, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's there, there's like, I always, I, I think, like sort of jumping back to rags, but she sort of joked one time saying, "You should be my sponsor," because she was just that was like a that was a, like a sort of joke she'd sent me, and um, I was I remember saying I think I remember writing a reply something to do with I had really realized the, the the real key to this you know for me you can't do it for anybody else you, you like I try to stay sober for my mom my brother my kids my wife everybody and I had to learn how to do it for myself and it's easy to say it really is easy to say just do it for yourself oh yeah okay I'll do this it's it's hard it's hardcore whenever you're I'm not at the top of the scale of the drinkers that was on there and I certainly wasn't at the bottom I was somewhere in between but I find it extremely hard to get sober. And now that I am sober, nobody's taken that away from me. Nobody has taken that away. And um, that's the really cool thing is, and Chef, I remember Chef, he asked me a question in a Zoom call. He said, is there what, and it came from a really good place. You know, he just, it was just before the Zoom meeting was starting. And he said, is there any one thing 
that would make you turn to alcohol again, you know, and he meant it in a really cool, friendly way. And I said, no, I can't really, but I realized what he meant. He actually was meaning it in a way that you're doing so well that I don't want to see you in that position ever again. Do you know what I mean? It was really yeah. cool way. That, it was really cool way that he was asking me that question. It wasn't a loaded question. It was a caring. But see, way. he's that. He's elegant like that. And yeah. there's a few people that, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. They're elegant the way that they can communicate. Not me. I'm like, you know what? Get the fuck off the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm sitting going. Like if I like if, if Rags was serious and like like you know like we're going to meet up. This is the cool thing about the, the app I've noticed. There's some people that have actually meet, met up through right. IAS and you, they post up the pictures and that gives me a fuzzy cool feeling inside because I'm I'm like this one guy who's living in this tiny island in the fucking asshole of nowhere, away from all the, the, the majority of you guys. You know what I mean? And I'm getting more American by the day talking to you, <laughs> <laughs> and it's. Uh, you know, and I know that I'm going to go over and meet her family and maybe by a stroke of luck, maybe meet you and a couple well, of other We people. were talking about that, my wife and I, uh, when you guys, when you guys go to Florida, that we yeah. may fly down there ourselves. My that wife wants be, to go to Florida. That would, that would be unreal. But whenever I was sort of joking about being a sponsor or something, like, I just have to turn around and say, uh, just fuck right off there. Like, you know, you can't <laughs> fuck right off. There's no way, you know, but I understand that somebody who's been uh, several, seven months and then told her story the way she did to you. Um, and because I've become such good friends with her, um, I know what it means for, I think it's really cool if you can find, it doesn't matter if you please everybody on there. It doesn't matter if everybody doesn't get you. Uh, what really matters to me is if you can get a circle, if you can get a circle of people and hang on and just get through them shitty days and we're all going to have tough times ahead, there's no doubt. We're going to lose people. You know, it's inevitable that people pass away. If I'm not my mother, you know, I would have no parent left. And, you know, but I have my whole mindset has changed because instead of worrying about when, I celebrate each day she's here. That's the shift. That's wow. the shift. Of, that's the shift of my, you know, whenever you're drinking and you're depressed as fuck, hey, guess what? It's a depressing wake up. You can't keep on depressing yourself. You can't keep on. You want to take, like, and then other people will turn around and say, I've seen, you know, before I left that, I've seen more and more people switched on. People want, people are, that are drinking and they turn around and say to you, like, you know, oh, you're not drinking, what's wrong with me? You're not going to go up to a fucking heroin addict and say, here, there's a fucking needle. Just take a wee shot of that. So you're not doing any harm. Or, you know what I mean? It's like, because it's uh, alcohol has been made to be so fucking, uh, it's the biggest lie and the biggest killer bar one, you know, out of the whole world. As you say, like, how many people die? It's like, and it's not even, if you don't die, you're, you're lucky. But then you've got all the other shit. You still might destroy your family. You still might destroy your own health. You might destroy friendships and uh, everything else. It's you not know. that you might. You will. Yeah, you will. You'll, yeah, yeah. You'll end up. You'll end up getting to a stage. And I know that, um, as you say, like friendships. I I miss a lot of people on there, man. I like. I I had a I had a date in mind whenever I was coming back. 
I'm not even going to share that because um, it was pretty ridiculous anyway. No, I mean, like, if, like, well, there's serial, nothing but, written in stone, uh, no, Lilo, about how we have to do, there's nothing written down that we have to do anything any certain way, period. The only thing that we need to do is not drink. And then, you know, like when you talk about a sponsor, I know my strengths and I know it's not, I, I'm not really good. Um, I don't communicate elegantly like these other people, but there's something that I do really well and I know how not to drink. And, yeah. and that's, and then I'm, I'm finding out, um, I, I can encourage people in a, in a, in a different way. Um, so I think when we all find whatever strength that is good for us, I think that's what makes the magic of this. And we're, we're not trying to be something we're not because this whole thing is built on trust. My friend, you know what I yeah. mean? I'm going to tell you one thing before we, we go. And so I took my wife and kids to a restaurant after, after we came home from our anniversary, you know, I, we, we decided, the kids doing really well at school, got really good grades in their exams. And we, so me and the wife decided, right, we'll take the kids to a restaurant. We went down and so my kids are quite small. You know, my wife's only five foot two, I'm only five foot nine. So my kids are small at uh, 15 and 14. And um, a bunch of leprechauns. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. He's hit me. Oh, right in the balls. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, a bunch of leprechauns. Fuck you, how to get that out there. Oh, fuck, I get you back for that. I get you back. Um, yeah, a bunch of leprechauns went for a meal. And so we're, we're, we asked for the menu, and my wife turned around and said, like, can get two adult menus and three kids' menus. And my daughter, who's 15, said, can, Daddy, she's looking at my menu. She's, she's liking what she's seeing. She says, look, Daddy, can I get order something off the big menu because I'm 15? And I says, sure. My wife's busting my balls about the price. And I'm sitting going, look, that's pandemic. This, like, we're, this things we're getting out. We, 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 would have, we, would have, we would have done anything to get a family meeting, our family uh, meal out. So let's do it. So she said, right, okay. And then the boys, <laughs> two twins, or so, they pipe up. Can we get something off the big menu? Because... Like we don't want to be kids anymore. Like we you know we were big enough. We can eat the, the big meat. We knew they couldn't, but we just went, you know what? Let's go. So we all, all ordered the, the meal and the food was lovely. And we're sitting there. My wife orders a pint. She gets a pint of beer. And I had a bottle of water and my kids had, um, I'm going to say it's the American way, sodas. Yeah, they had sodas instead of Coke. Like, okay. And uh, see, I'm getting more American. And uh, so they, so they uh, so we're sitting down there for the meal, and then there's like a partition between the table and the to the next room, and there was two women, and they were, I was they were celebrating a birthday, and uh, me and the wife and the kids, the kids were just, I don't know what happened, but they were just having such a good time. Sometimes whenever you go out for a meal, you have three children, three teenagers, you can't agree on anything especially two boys and a daughter and you have mommy and daddy who's maybe stressed out at work. We were just like, the jokes were flying. The Dylan was hilarious. Callum was hilarious. Amy Lee was doing impressions. That was just a really good family time. And my wife was still having a drink because she doesn't drink that much. And I was having the water and I was sitting going, this is cool. And across in the next table, 
was this, these two women celebrating a birthday and they had this tray and on the tray was like a shape of a tree. I'm, I'm sure there's maybe even people out there that have seen these before, but it's like a cocktail tree. So it was like 10 cocktails and these branches and it cost a fortune to, to buy. And that looks, this tree looks cool as fuck and all the drinks. And that, that would have been the old me. I'd have been up for that. Like, you know, my addiction would have been saying. So oh, it's a tree it. that's got drinks hanging all yeah, over it. all over. And at the bottom, they have 10. Like, so for every cocktail, they had a Prosecco shot for each one. So you take this cocktail and you have a Prosecco shot. There's only two women drinking this shit. And um, they're, they're laughing and, and whatever. And then we, so we ordered desserts and I actually ordered my wife a cocktail. My wife doesn't drink as much. And that's the thing for me and her, like I can sit, my wife is what chef would call a normie. She doesn't drink an awful lot. She have a couple, she'll have a cup of coffee after it and she'll go home. She's not crazy. And her wife, her mom died of alcoholism. So, you know, if, if my wife ever turned around and said she would never drink again, I would, that, that, I don't put that on her. Do you know what I mean? I just right. as long as, as long as our relationship's good and we working. So but the funny thing for me was I'm sitting there and my family and my kids is all laughing their asses off. And I'm drinking a bottle of water and I'm thinking ahead. I'm playing the tape forward of these other two that's sitting across from me. And I'm going, 10 cocktails, 10 prosecco shots. You're not going to look too sexy in a couple of hours' time. You're going to be a fucking mess. And that I had an epiphany right there and then. I was on the right side of the table. I was on the right side of that partition. I was having a really good time and I didn't have to suffer or pay anything extra or, you know, well, maybe pay extra for the kids. Is right. But, you know, I, I left that restaurant and I knew that them women were believing that they were going to have the time of their lives. I would love to have seen what state they were in at the end and how they portrayed what a good night was. And for especially for younger people, Drifter, younger people listening to this, like the 20 to 30 year olds, like, can you remember them days? <laughs> hey, we know. have some really badass um, younger people on here because we have like Todd and Molly. And they're yeah. both, uh, Molly yeah. was what, 32 and Todd is 34. Badass younger people. Yeah, and I like I, I've been very lucky. I've I've been in a breakout room with Molly a couple of times, and um, I just like for younger people. And it, my my son's twenty one. My eldest son's twenty one, and he's having a really hard time. And I know what it takes now to like. I'm not saying like I'm excited for for going. Like we're going away not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, we go to Donegal, a uh, place in Ireland that's lovely. It's right beside the sea. We've uh, booked um, a bungalow at Houses 10. So if anybody wants to come along and knock the door, see, meet a family of leprechauns, <laughs> let's go. Um, and so where, you know, where are you going again? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you because you, you called me a leprechaun. So um, <laughs> the place called Donegal. It's Donegal. Donegal. It's D O N E G A L. Donegal. It's a lovely, lovely place. Um, uh, and I've been there once, so this will be the second time. It's like a two and a half hour drive. Um, that's nothing to you. So um, it's it's a really I'm really looking forward to that because you can just chill the fuck out, read a couple of books, 
you know, spend time with the kids at the beach. It's literally like a two minute walk. It's like a pebble beach, but then you can drive 10 miles down the road and it's like sand that you would never believe. You see all these things like the Bahamas and stuff like this, like that. It's like, and fucking hard anybody there. It's like a paradise. And um, we have a few things planned, but this is all, this is sobriety, man. This is like the coolest thing for me to tell anybody now is like, why does everybody, why does everybody say forever or ask that million dollar question? Like, oh, really? Do we have to do this for the rest of our lives? Instead of saying to yourself, if there's millions of people all over the world and they're drinking, they're all doing the same fucking silly shit. We see it time and time again, the shit shows from whatever age. If you imagine 18 to 21 year olds, I think it's 21, you have to be over in America to drink, okay? Over here it's 18. And you see all these sexy girls out and they're fucking dressed up to the, you know, they're wearing really cool fucking outfits. And at the end of the night, they're crawling out of the clubs and they're like, they're holding their high heels and their feet are dirty and their mascara's all around like fuck. They're not, they're not, they don't look too sexy at the end of the night. Do you know what I mean? And we all, we, we all forget about that. But like this man, whenever we're going out drinking and we're trying to, in my early days, and I was trying to date people, fucking what state was I in? Like, chatting up these people like I had no clue what I was even fucking doing. So you're 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 right there. You're a ticking time bomb. You have no idea what where you're going to end up or where you're going to sleep or you know when you think about that as, as kids that young, it's like that's that's scary. You know, and I, I'm 47 now and I'm only like fucking I'm really waking up to this. The more I talk about it, the more I get fucking serious, really serious about this shit. I I, I ram at home to people in work. There's a guy that I work with and he drinks all the time. He, he's starting to piss me off because he's convincing himself he's having a good time. He's had more time off work this year than any other time. He's been off sick and he's always saying about his stomach. And I'm like, you know what, man? That's all that fucking beer. You know, you can you not fucking see. And like, as I say, we can't, I don't know. Like I know there's people out there and they'll do the preaching and they'll say, we're doing this in the community where people get it or starting to get it. So it's okay to say it. If I go out there and if I was like, if I went out and I met friends from years ago and I was saying, I don't fucking drink alcohol, fucking stick up your ass, blah, whatever, you know, they'd think I was crazy. They would think, what the fuck's wrong with him? Because they haven't looked at themselves. It's really hard to look at yourself and change. And I'm still learning. Like, you know, like on the app, I, I, I make mistakes all the time. Every week, I make a mistake. I'll do everything for my wife. I rub her back, rub her feet. I'll watch something on the TV and then I'll set a certain way or I'll have it listened. And she'll be on me. She'll be like, you weren't even fucking listening to the wise. You know what I mean? That's typical relationship stuff. But the one thing that sobriety has taught me is I have a clarity and patience now to let the dust settle, let everything chill the fuck out. Tomorrow's a new day and we move on. Um, and I'm, I'm learning that from you myself. And I'm 58. I'm 11 years old. 10 on, well, I'm 58. You're 47. Yeah, I'm 11 years older than you. And I'm learning that from you. <laughs> and people can't see this on the screen, but you know, like I look, I look 22, and you look, <laughs> and you and you look, you look 72. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, have yeah. back, I have to get you back for that leprechaun one. You know what I'm saying? That's okay, man. <laughs> Hit away because I can take it. That's funny yeah. shit. But you know, it doesn't matter um, who we learn from. I mean, look at yeah. I learned so much from Todd. I'm just so much all the time from him. Yeah. And he's 34. From everybody around, 
I'm just, I'm ready to learn whatever I got to learn to stay off the alcohol, because I'll tell you, I don't, every day I'm learning, I don't know shit, uh, Lilo, I, and this is a powerful, 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 powerful um, killer, and I'm going to stay in the fight, because now, now that I'm back in the fight, I'll tell you what, I, I'm never going to drink again in my life as it stands right now, and I can say that because right now I have so much going on in my life. It's so friggin' cool. Um, and I had to fight my way back to get to where I was sober that I'm just not willing to give up. Last time after nine years, I gave away my sobriety. Lilo, I just gave it away and I'm not going to yeah. go there again. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, whenever people turn around and they say something like, you know, you're going to do this forever or something like that. And, and people say, like, from, from like, as I say, this is only the first step for me. We go back to these steps that, that we talk about. That I, I don't even do AA. But this is the first step. That year was the first step for me. I hope that me and you, buddy, are talking about this year, this time next year. And we've both hit two years. How cool would that be? Like, we hit our two-year mark, and then we come back, and we realize how far we've grown again. And I know you've done nine years before, but you even said yourself, you just feel totally like you've really immersed, you know, involved yourself. Well, this is what I did last time, Lee. I, I was so busy on trying to fix everybody else. I never, I never, nine years, I was worried about everybody else. And I never worked on myself. Yeah. Now I'm working on myself. I'm digging deep and it's pretty difficult when you focus on yourself. I don't, there's some shit in me that I can't <laughs> stand. Yeah. You know? That's weird as fuck. That's like, you know, I understand. Like, there's sometimes I get up and I think to myself, who the fuck have I become? And it's not who I've been. I've always been this way. I was alcohol fucking hid all the things that I am. I was always kept like, okay, that's going to come over across as ego shit. Like, I always felt as if I was always funny and articulate. Oh, you are. You are. Like, you know what I mean? But I didn't, I always thought I needed alcohol to be funny. You know what I mean? I always thought, like, I need this here to, I need alcohol to, and then I realized I just got a Zoom call and I say something. And even if the cultures divide, some people will get it and some people won't, but that's okay. That's really okay. It's, it's good to poke fun at yourself. It's good to have a laugh. And the people, you no, know, we've made really, really cool friends along the way. Yes. That is, I mean, whenever people, if somebody's listening to this and they're one week in, and they don't really know what they're doing. And it's the first time they've been on that. And they could have different, like that community has communities within the community, if you don't mean. And um, I'm like you, I don't do, I have a Facebook account, but I don't, I haven't posted that Facebook account for, I don't know how long. My wife actually keeps it activated. She would share something, you know, that will go on my wall. But I haven't, I haven't posted anything on Facebook and I don't know how long. I, I was really tempted to, celebrate my year on there just to let people know and then my wife had a conversation with me she says you have an app and uh if you do your podcasts or you do your zoom calls you invest so much time the people that were on facebook who let you down friends and assholes you don't have to prove anything to anybody we know like you know and that really that was cool to me i was like yeah i don't, I don't have to get that media frenzy shit I don't have Twitter. I don't have Instagram. I don't have. I don't have any of that. I, I honestly do not have 
any other way. I have a handful of emails. Uh, anybody listening, like, I'm sure there'll be a lot of people would like to get to know me off that, um, and that's cool. But as I say, I just have to keep my numbers low because I can support 500 people on that, but I can't have the time to support 500 people in my time. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, Absolutely. You know, you know what I mean? So if I dabble, if I come back onto that and I blow up like and I I share everything that I'm doing now, it's been a really cool experience. It's really been really cool to to. It's uncomfortable. You know when you know whenever you get uncomfortable, you you're not used to a certain thing, but then you start to work it out, and then you you know you you fear something, and anxiety grows, and then you realize it's not that bad. It's not that bad to step back and take a look at what you've done. Like I've been on that app for over three years and I left before as well. So even whenever I say about abandonment issues, I had left. So I had left all these people behind before as well. So I'd actually done what I didn't want people to do, you know? And, 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 and you've dealt, you've had to actually deal with that inside of you because you felt uh, responsible if somebody was going through something to be there for them. Yeah, that's really, as a, the one word that always pops up for me is balance. If I can get the right balance between the app and my home life, which sometimes it is a struggle. You know, sometimes I'd be at work and I'll have time and I I would be able to reply to so many people within half an hour. I was really good at it. I could just go, bam, 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 you know, and, and, and reply. And then if I got home, if my wife was working, you know, and if my kids were doing homeworks, I could reply and do lots of things. Then I realized shit, I'm not spending the time that I had for myself. You know, like I'm a big music man. So I, if, I, if I actually chilled out and listened to an album first before I applied to fucking 500 people, then 500 people don't need a Lilo in their day, daily routine every single day. What they need is a guy to show up maybe once a week and say he's doing really well and, you know, it becomes a thing. You need you need new people to come along and carry that torch for a while, and then you become more experienced. And then if somebody needs something, you're always there. You can you know like Sarah was doing her speech last Wednesday, and she's a cool chick, and she was able to say what helped her, and you know that's I'd already done I'd done my year, she's done a year, you've done a year. There's other people that we're reaching her hands down and you have to drag them that's that's okay drag them along until they get up on their feet and then whenever they're able to walk and do it for themselves then they reach back and they do the exact same this is what i how i want to become lee and that's become and i heard it from this miss and elaine um and elaine was talking about being a lighthouse because a lighthouse it's you know it's up on that up on the the cliff and it's a light that's up there where all the shit, the ships can see it. The lighthouse is stationary, never moves. And the ships come to it. And that's, with my sobriety, I want to try to learn to be more like that. Where, um, because everybody's going to have, it's going to ebb and flow. Um, yeah. our, one day things are going great. And the next day they fall out for three weeks, four weeks. And you're just you're hanging on to a life raft, <laughs> but there's somebody out there that that's running that light on that lighthouse and you got, you can see that lighthouse and you're able to get back to where um, you need to be. 
And in my sobriety, that's how I want to be is more like that lighthouse. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. That's see, this is what I was talking about. Whenever you, whenever you learn things off other people, it doesn't man, woman, whatever, you know, whoever's on there. I, I said, I say this in the Zooms all the time. I say that every single person brings something to the table. And sometimes whenever people turn up, they might have a, such a belief in a certain way that that's, you know, it's just, you ever see like a horse race and they blinker the horse so the horse knows which way to go, but it never looks from side to side. It doesn't pick up anything else. It's just focused on that thing. So individually, we focus on our own sobriety and we have to look after ourselves. But at some point, you have to take them blinkers off because it's okay to get uncomfortable in your sobriety as long as you remain sober. If you're learning off other people and you challenge each other and you say, right, what works for you and what does this? I said to you before, whenever I do my year, my second year, can't be, I can't repeat the same as what I've done the first year. Because my first year was all about just not drinking. That is, you are totally correct. That was just stay off alcohol. My second year has to be, what sort of person do I want to become? You know, do I want to be a leader or do, you know, do I want, uh, do people look at me and say, now just because I've got a year that I've got more experience, I don't feel any better than anybody else. I don't, I don't come up, well, I hope I don't come across that way. And I still want to learn every single day. And that's cool. I well, you're, you're trans, you, you've definitely transitioned from sobriety, which is getting off the alcohol because that's where it all starts. Get off the alcohol. Yeah. You are deep into recovery now. Yeah. You know, you're deep into recovery. You're challenging yourself. Um, you, you're, you've gotten to the point where you can walk into uh, somewhere and own yourself in that environment. And that's, that's pretty difficult to do. Uh, yeah. And, you know, and I want to, look, I want to say this again. I wouldn't recommend very many people try to do what you did with your brother. Just uh, uh, don't challenge yourself to go into a bar and, and have some, um, some games of pool. Uh, it, you got to get to a special place, I think, to be able to walk in the devil's den, you know? Yeah. And you yeah. did, you walked into the devil's den three times with your brother. And then when you're, you know, your wife has ordered drinks around you, um, you're growing and that shit's not even bothering you. And that's growth. You're in recovery and that's badass. You know, it's like, you know, this is a chance for everybody to come together and, 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 and be better. And um, I've been lucky enough through a pandemic to get sober. That's pretty, that's cool. And loads of people are losing their shit and drinking and fucking I do whatever. And I've got sober. And as you say, I'm in recovery mode. I, I've, I read somewhere it takes up to two years to, for your, your mind to, you know, your brain pattern to, to settle down properly. So, you know, that's, I've got, I've got a long way to go. But well, I, um, don't, I don't know. I don't know if everything is written in stone. Yeah. Uh, Lilo, I mean, you are right now out there experiencing a real life. You're sitting, going out, eating with your family, having the best friggin' time you've ever had, sitting with your kids, everybody's busting up. Um, <laughs> you're, um, you've gone out on your, your anniversary. Congratulations, 18 years. You guys have been together for 22 years. That's yeah. amazing. Um, Big time. 
you are living, you're living, Lilo, you're living, you are um, out, not a, are you like sober, but you're thriving. And that's why I wanted to get you on here today was to, to let people see this about this is, these are benefits of sobriety. And you're not waking up every morning wanting to die. You're waking up excited to get to work, you know, and, and it just knocked me on my ass a couple of days. But anyway, let's, we'll do this again. We'll have some yeah. bullet points next time. And, but I just enjoyed the shit out of this. We love the, the best thing about this is whenever it's, if you say like an off the cuff, as I said to you, if you ask me any question, I'll answer it. You know, that's, I'm as open as they get. And um, I hope that anybody who spent any time listening to this, if you're on a train or a bus or a car, or you're laughing out loud at some of the things, then you get the serious side of what we're trying to do. Um, and if we give hope to those who are starting off or even hope to those who are further ahead, I've heard stories of people who have really been struggling for different reasons and it's good for them. If they can come on to do a podcast or come on to a Zoom or even express it in IAS and say, I'm struggling and this is the reason why. And then we all learn from each other. That's, that's just, the, it's just the best thing uh, for, for everybody. You know, it's, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about any individual on there. It's a team effort. And that's the best way it's forward. It's how we are getting through our struggles, the things that we struggle with. And it's just staying off the friggin' poison. You know, yeah. fuck, fuck alcohol. That's my mantra. Fuck alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. Booyah. Booyah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you. This is Sober Town. Um, you guys have a great day and pour the poison down the sink. Thank you, Lilo. Or is it You're Lilo? That's well, you always call me Lilo. I say Lilo, but I don't Well, really then care. I'll call you Lilo. <laughs> you just call me Lilo. Yeah. I'll do that. Okay, bye-bye.